This is my radio voice. Welcome to Paul. <laughs> 102 Jazz Utica's new station. Mm. <clears throat> la 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 la. Oh no, don't do this. <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. And welcome. Welcome to the No Name Yet podcast. That is the podcast with no name. And on the show tonight, we have the other guy on the show. That is Mo, the COVID man, Young. You know, I can't even say thank you. I'm happy to be here. Now you got people out there thinking that I am the cause of many things. I am patient zero. And also on the show. Look at this. Look. Is Christine Afib Palmer. Uh, this behavior is unacceptable. This guy, he's got a warped sense of humor, boy. Yes, he does. And I am your host, Richard COVID and some other virus, Moran Jr. Yeah. So which which COVID virus are you? Are you Omega or Alpha? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the beta? I don't know. I don't know. But this is <laughs> the recovery episode. We haven't oh. been on uh, the air for two weeks. It's because I was sick with some virus and then i was well for three days and then i got covid pastor you are way too familiar with recoveries yeah you need to stop this journey how many times you got to recover in life <laughs> <laughs> and 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 mo had covid and yeah, uh, christine went to the hospital and got zapped to cure her afib oh my goodness Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I gotta get some updates going on. In this life. Huh? This Christine, guy, boy. Christine actually called me from the emergency room. Oh God! And said, "Come and see me." No. And I'm like, "I can't. I'm home with COVID." Do you want to die faster, ma'am? A, a sick bunch of people in more ways than one. <laughs> I'm like, I mean. Only, I feel like only one of us would have left out with everything intact. Oh my gosh! Oh, uh, so Mo, how did you make it through COVID? Um, let me first start off with saying that. So my girlfriend was sick for the week, and so I was like, really, my my like fourteen people were out at my job, right? Educators with fourteen—that's a lot of people. Wow. And our uh, dean was like, hey, need you come in. So I worked really hard those few days. And then on Thursday, I go to work, you know, you know, something is a little off. I'm like, I don't know, whatever. I'm like, I have my mask. I always wear my mask, right? So I'm just like, I'm just masked up because it's cold season, it's allergy season, anything can happen. And I, I eat my... Last night, my dinner from the net, uh, the dinner, but for breakfast, and I'm like, I'm eating the rice, and I'm like, everything tastes like soap. 
what is this? Something mm. is wrong. So I, I eat as much as possible because I'm starving. And um, I go to a teacher. And I'm like, she's telling me about when she just came back from, from COVID and all the things she's done to help herself. And I said, hey, something just said, ask her. You know, what do you think about somebody like tasting salt when they eat food? And he, she goes, my daughter had that symptom when she had COVID. I'm like, well, interestingly enough, uh, everything tastes like soap. She's like, mm, you need to like go see the dean and let her know that uh, that's a thing. And then I went to my boss and I, I told her, I said, hey, um, everything tastes like soap. And she goes, looks at me from a long distance. Now I can't even see long distance, but I can just feel her energy. And it was just like, she goes, I've never heard of that symptom before. <laughs> she was <dumbfounded. laughs> I never heard of it before. And uh, she's like, yeah, you know, that makes sense why you would um, have that problem because your girlfriend is sick. And uh, it was a matter of time. So she wasn't like upset. She was like, just go, go, go to the, go to the ER, go, go to, you know, get checked. And I went and uh, <laughs> 14 minutes after getting checked, the uh, lady walks in very casually. She goes, yeah, you're positive. And I said, oh, great. But like. I was just like more upset. I just like the idea of like, wow, how like casual she was. It was like, she, she was like, you got, it's like, hey, you got the cold. Cool. Bye. And she was like, yeah, over the counter medicine. Boom. So the next day, like the Friday, I had like Ooh, a nice. You were mad about that. I was mad about that. I was Christine, so he was pissed. I was pissed, Christine. Why? Because they sent you home because you had COVID. No, I was mad at the fact that like how the nurse walked in and it was just like. She was like, just looked at me. No, no, no hesitant, no fear. No, like, eh, very like chill. No, I'm chill. Positive. You're positive. I'm like, so what should I do? Oh, just take some over the counter medicine. You'll be good. Like, which over the counter medicine? Um, the best ones are, you know, Tylenol, Advil. You know, you're just going to let your body go through it. Get some exercise, drink some orange juice, take your vitamins. You'll be fine. And I just got. Like I joke, I said, so uh, this is where we're at now in life. And she like understood what I meant by that. And like, can't, can't, got, gave that face. Like, it's crazy, but that's the truth. And it, it is what it is. It is what it is. So I was like, my brain went to like, oh my God. I just flashed back to the beginning of COVID and like the, the propaganda, the messaging, everything else like that. And a lot of nurses, even in the beginning, when I talked to medical professors back then, they were like, most of the stuff over the counter could work, exercise, go outside, blah, blah, blah. And the message just kept changing. And I was like, are you, in, like, this is insane. We got abused for two years to end up here. But why were you mad? I don't, I don't. I was it. mad because like <laughs> the, the amount of political push, I mean, like the political side, just strangers well why um, fall for the propaganda i, I mean, didn't i did it it was it was it was not personally didn't care the problem with that was the the everybody else was verbally attacking you mo yeah there's no more axe left to grind <sighs> i don't have an axe to grind it get just, over it, it just, mo like, <laughs> Yeah, pretty more. Yeah, pretty more. We made us. We we made a mistake. Get over it. It was never a big deal. We <laughs> just added it. This. Are yeah. you vaccinated? No. You're not vaccinated. No. 
So you need to um, be thanking God that you didn't come down with a worst case. Because if all of you had was flu symptoms, people have died from this. No, see, here's the thing. I understood at a young age that like I had a higher, like my health, my, my body. I understand my body very well. I know how active I am. I'm very active. And I knew all the things when it started, when like Dr. Fauci, for example, came out originally saying, hey, you know what it is? I mean, we need you to walk outside. You need, you need vitamin C. You need these vitamins. You're going to get this. Make sure you exercise. It was that original statement. I did all of that, right? That was my whole thing, right? Well, wow, she said a lot of things. Dr. Lit, him and a lot of those political people said a lot of things. And then it went to like, hey, the problem is, the reason why we want you young folks to get unvaccinated is even though you have a higher chance of surviving, it's the older generation. We need to protect our elderly. So- well, how old are you? I'm only 27. Are you okay? All right, yeah. you're a baby. Yeah, I'm a baby. I'm a baby. So- I'm a geezer. Yeah, you geezer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I like I understood it, and I and I so so I respected that. I was like, okay, I'm not gonna get vaccinated, but I'm not going to be that person that puts elderly people that I love in any prisoner. So I kept myself around people around my age who's healthy and no physical. I didn't have any interaction with anybody. Older. Wise choice. I like that. So I was aware, except, but I, except I, except and and. Except in a bar in Georgia. A bar in Georgia. Everybody in that bar was young. Everybody in that bar was young. <laughs> Everybody in that bar was in like the most probably was was like 32. And not one person. When I we had a conversation, everybody was like, listen, like a lot of people were like, listen, just just don't hang out with all the people. I just don't hang out with them. I stay away from my family, but I'm going to have to live my life because I am like this stuff is messing with my head. Like, and we all agree with that. A lot of younger people were like, we can't do this. We can't just stay in the house. Like, this is like messing with our mental health. So okay. everybody, like a lot of people just agreed like, hey, we're just going to stay away from our elderly people. All right. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, so let's give Christine a chance to tell us about her uh, spastic heart. Oh. This guy, boy. I don't even. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say with him. You can't even get mad at this guy. Nope, not at all. It's just like my spastic heart. This is my third time dealing with AFib. Mm -hmm. So Saturday of last week, I thought I felt it. And it passed by. Sunday, I went to church. And after I came home, I thought I felt it again. And I said, well... I don't know. It went by. So Monday, it was letting me know that it, it was, was it was coming. It was in effect. Yes. Yeah. So I was making some cakes for somebody. So I finished making the cakes all day. Dedicated. We got we kept progressively getting worse. So about ten thirty that night, I went to the hospital. So when I got there, I was beaten at about one eighty a minute. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, that's, that's something. Going. And um, I said, I'm going to be in this ER all night because it was like 30 people there. And most of them have been there since two o'clock in the afternoon. So I'm like, oh, dear Jesus, maybe I should have came by ambulance. And the nurse said, well, it really wouldn't have made any difference because we're just taking them as they come. If you're not bleeding to death, uh, there's no heart problems. You're, 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 nobody's vomiting or having asthma attacks and not breathing. 
you're going to have to wait. So, and they were, they were putting the people that came in by ambulance in the emergency room, either on a, in a wheelchair or find another gurney for them so the ambulance people could leave. So I sat there, but once they went, took me back and triaged me and got an EKG, they took me straight to the back. So I didn't have to wait because they need to get medicine in me. Mm. So on Monday, on it's Tuesday, Wednesday, at 7.30 in the morning, they took me down and zapped me, as Rich said, and mm. three o'clock in the afternoon, I came home. Hmm. Blessings on blessings. Blessings on blessings, and that's the blessing because... So, um, so when we talked about this before, you told me about the, um, the mark on your chest. Yes, they burnt me from the pad, where the pad sits, you know? Yeah. Um, they put it right in the middle of my chest and one in my back. So I, I got, I, they scorched me. Mm. Do you feel that? <laughs> no, because you're asleep. You don't feel nothing. Oh, I didn't know that. It doesn't even burn. Like it doesn't, it, I, I didn't even know it was there other than the fact that when I looked in the mirror, I could see the mark. And one mm. of the nurses told me, what is that circle in you? I said, that's from where they zapped me. Because I had one before, because this is the third time they've zapped me. So do they season you before they do that? <laughs> I think I got enough sauce in me. <laughs> <laughs> I, they didn't need to do give me anything but that little cocktail they gave me. You've been marinated. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm well marinated. Yes, I mm-hmm. am. Well Tell them. And, and did you make any friends this time? Um. Yes, I did. Um. Not as good as Alicia. But you know me, everybody's watched the talk and my roommate was, uh, she was a witness. Um, so she, we found out we knew a few people okay. in common that we both knew. And uh, she had a sad story because she actually had fell down some stairs, retired from the post office. She was taking care of a elderly lady uh, for a friend of hers that had to go out of town. And she ended up with a, um, in a, in a, with a concussion in a coma for a few days. Oh, my uh, God. She got Lord. a TBI, and she's not, work, she's not walking. Oh, wow. And she's got asthma real bad. So we, you know, we talked about the people that we knew in common. And um, her, her children were concerned about her. Very nice lady. And after we were talking, and she told me she worked at the post office, I remember her seeing her at the, right around the corner from me, the post office there is where she was stationed okay. at there in downtown. Mm. said, see, you, you never know what somebody else is going through. Mm. You know? yeah. And I am fortunate oh, to have being selfish. a lot of friends that I love to death and I get sick of them sometimes. So I'm this ain't got nobody. Uh, to talk to her, but no, I don't get sick of my friends. I love them because I don't know I what do. I do without them. Um, because Reverend Richards, one of them, and you yep. should get tired of him. No, I'm not tired of him. I was nah. saying that I love him because he's my friend. No, nah. sometimes I gotta ignore him for like two days. Oh, no, <laughs> you were annoyed with me if, uh, after two days. No, I said sometimes I got to ignore uh, ignore you for like two oh, days. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, but that's with everybody. I feel like that's just a normal reaction. Well, there, there's like, some times where I wish I could ignore myself for two days. Oh, same. Same. If I could just pull myself out of my own body and be like, 
be quiet. Just be quiet. <laughs> so what about what about you, Christy? Oh, I can't stand myself sometimes. I wish I could take a break from me. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird Seriously, concept that humans wow. will do. You got some issues, here, lady. But you know <laughs> I got issues, Rich. <laughs> That's why I love you. How we how, had, how we lucky are we? Conversations, and you know I got issues. How lucky are we to be creatures that can get annoyed with ourselves? <laughs> like how blessing? That's a blessing. You that's can... that's rich. That's you know. Yeah. You don't hear a lot of people say that. Hmm. <laughs> well, I be in here talking to myself. Like, I, so, you know, listen. You same. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Scientists, no. psychology did a whole measurement. They were like, we find that people that talk to themselves are very intelligent people. As long as you don't start answering yourself, Done. that'd be the problem. I mean, I, I feel like I got to answer myself when it's too crazy. Mm. Really want to do that, bro? Like, you need to be a little bit nicer to this person. <laughs> no, if it was you, God you'd be mad. Me and move me on and, and, and think about how fortunate that I am, how, how blessed I am. Yes. So, um, so Mo, are, I, I think you're aware that uh, Christine and I tried recording a podcast on Tuesday. And you fell. And yeah. I, I, I forgot to push record. Yeah. 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 So, um, so Christine, do we want to get back into Buffalo or just skip it? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are we, what, which, which uh, event in Buffalo are we talking, yeah, was talking about? What other event is there to talk about right now? Ugh. Okay, so being a person born from in Buffalo, um, give, give me for my for my because I just could not open the story. I mean, I, I went through a channel, I went through a YouTube channel, uh, watched a Breakfast Club um, commentary on it, and Charlemagne the God was talking about how it was a young eighteen year old person uh, um, took ten lives. And even shout out to white people as well. And, um, but the, the commentary he was pointing was the family member, like an aunt or something and their husband, they were saying, oh, well, you know, the wife was saying, I blame COVID. And then the husband was on file telling the New York Times or whatever post that uh, it could have been the lizard part of his brain. And after like that, that made him do this thing. And uh, I was just like, I'm done. White people always have an excuse for everything. <laughs> like, there's no, like, tell me. Where did God. you see that on? That was on Breakfast Club. Oh, so they were playing clips or something like that? He would, uh, they they usually, um, Charlamagne the God does uh, a thing called Donkey of the Day. Okay. And um, he will read um, news articles or his assistants get news articles and they um, he'll talk about it right now but sandra komaroff is the cousin of this thugs okay peyton's mom and uh she i don't i don't even know who asked her and why she did but she decided to give her thoughts on why she felt like he peyton committed the murders that he did uh she was talking to the new york post and she said and i quote i have no idea how he could have gotten caught up in this i blame it on covid 
Now, listen, we have blamed COVID for a lot of things, and rightfully so, but one thing we're not going to blame COVID for is racism. Okay, we're not going to blame COVID for bigotry. Unless COVID is cold for the American way, there is no logical reason to blame this on COVID. But I, but I will continue. Uh, Sandra Komarov said Peyton was very paranoid about getting COVID, extremely paranoid to the point that his friends were saying he would wear a hazmat suit to school. Listen, what was the key thing they told us to do to avoid getting COVID? Uh, what was the reason all of us was in the house quarantining, working from home? Why did Zoom get so popular? Two words, five syllables. Social distancing. Okay, which means to avoid people. And if you do get near people, stay six feet away. Going to a supermarket to randomly kill black people is not social distancing. In fact, if you were really scared of COVID and stayed your ass home, then those beautiful people who were killed in top supermarket would be alive today. Okay, Sandra, his mama's cousin, said they were vaxxed to the max. That's her exact words. That's really what she said. And I don't know if it was a bad case. I just know he caught it. She is stressing that he bought into the fear of COVID. She is claiming that isolation and paranoia over COVID could have caused him to commit this massacre. Let me tell you something. It's no secret I suffer from bad anxiety. Okay, a lot more manageable now because of therapy and other mindfulness techniques I've been practicing over the years. So, you know. Uh, I understand being under the fear of isolation and uh, paranoia, but what that got to do with being racist? Okay, what that got to do with being a bigot? All right, his mama, his mama cousin said that's the only way to say it, and when you're home all day on the Internet, you're missing out on human contact. <laughs> There's a lot of emotions and a lot of body language you're not getting as when you see their face. Again, what the F does this have to do with your 18-year-old thug-ass cousin Peyton being a racist, bigoted, mass murderer? Then her husband David chimed in and said, in theory, COVID could have affected what they call the lizard brain. <coughs> oh, all you YouTube conspiracy theorists out there, I think he's admitting that Peyton is potentially a blood-drinking, flesh-eating, shape-shifting, extraterrestrial reptilian humanoid with only one objective, and that's murder. Her husband said, I can't say it's impossible, but maybe that would happen one out of so many millions of times. What the hell are they even talking about? Don't nobody get the benefit of the doubt like a white man in America. Okay. And the wildest stuff. It was the donkey that made that statement, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, donkey Jeez. of the day is whoever, who's ever... Is the person of the day, whoever does something so ridiculous that they deserve a donkey of the day. Well, that was a ridiculous statement to make. So I think he got donkey of the day. If he didn't, he should have. He definitely did. That was the whole, that was that yeah. whole skit. Yeah. yeah. It was donkey of the day and the wife and the husband got donkey of the day and his comments, not mine, my word, my, my, his words, not mine. He was saying, ain't no, no man like a white man that gets the most excuses in america <laughs> like for everything like oh nope you kill somebody you're not just right ra- you're not racist there's a reason why you kill somebody an alien did it covid you blame it on something else but not the person's behavior on they were racist before that happened covid can't don't, don't turn people racist <laughs> um so. like everything else i mean th- I know people are hurt and upset, but all this stuff they're ta- the governor's talking about and all this stuff with these, this is just where we're at today. And mm-hmm. sad to say, it's going to happen again. Mm-hmm. And you can't stop living your life. You mm-hmm. have to go on because you can't change this. It's, it's here. And it's gotten worse since that, I don't even know what to call him, donkey uh, president we had in there. 
mm-hmm. heightened this this racial tension in the world. Mm-hmm. It wasn't gone away, but it wasn't at the hot point that it is now. Yeah. So uh, I just got to live your life and go on. And is this going to happen again? I believe so. And I don't. Oh think yeah, there's something that happens every month. Going to stop it because uh, this is just the way of the world, and it's very sad to say. You know. What did the government governor say? If you yeah. Oh, I she's didn't... trying to uh, something about the guns, and unless they stop making guns and take them away, they're not going to stop it. Racial no. uh, problems we're going to have to the end of time. They're not going yeah. anywhere. Yeah, it's very sad to say, and I'm not being negative. It's just a fact. We just have to. Yeah, get it's used just... to it. It's a fact. It's a part of life. This stuff is going to happen. It's yeah. been going on. It's just getting worse now. And when you have a high volume people, it draws more attention to it. This stuff yeah. happens every day. This yeah. isn't just an isolated incident. It's yeah. it, the, the, the awareness of it is heightened because so many people, he purposely did this. This happens every day. You got people being hung. You got these cops killing people, uh, mm-hmm. black men, especially women too. So this is not nothing new, yeah. you know? It ain't nothing new. Ain't nothing new. And, um, you know, one point I did hear on, on on the reference club was that, uh, you know, a lot of people like myself, you know, I do give a lot of credit for my generation and younger ones um, because our train of thought is very different from the old, older generations. But it's still clear there's a lot of there's still people wherever they're from, wherever the areas are, whatever the family dynamic is, there's a lot of little hidden spots. I don't think it's a majority of um, whites or certain cultures, but there are some little hot spots happening that we can't identify and they're popping up and they're younger. They are younger. And, and it's a correlation to a lot of things. Maybe it's like, it's, it's And I did a paper on this for college and school shootings and stuff like that. But um, there's a lot of areas. Do you get your of, paper? No, not right now. Like off right now. Yeah, no, well, I go get it. the paper and read it. No, I couldn't do it right now. That's on a flash drive. I don't even know what a flash drive is. That was three years ago. I'm you sorry. want me to find a three? Yeah, anyway. No, I really don't. But That guy is wild. Um. I mean, I mean, a lot of the government response, uh, probably a lot of people can predict like how they're going to react. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Governor Hochul, you know, is <clears throat> trying, I guess he's trying to do some things that might be a little bit more effective, but who knows? Mm. Um, but uh, uh, what I'd like to share is like the nature of this attack like you know this 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 man you know drove uh what was it like 200 miles to do this oh and uh he went out of his own town to do this yeah yeah mm. i mean two fine black people to shoot mm. and what he did was he shot up uh a tops market in a neighborhood that that was really the only market so wow. now basically it's a food desert. Mm, so well, no. they're not going to close the store. Oh, they, do you, you heard that they're not going to close the store? 
No, are they, that I'm asking, are they going to close the store because of this? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I okay. black who, people tend to be turned. Well, we are so adapted to turning uh, situations like tragedies into like. I will give our people. We've had learn to have a system for when this stuff happens, especially for our black political leaders. We definitely learn a system to turn tragedy into our victories. So I don't see top being shut down. I can see it turn into, I can see the corporation top um, involving in a political way, which would be the better business option for them and in support in the situation for the black community, right? Because it's happened in a spot that they located their spot in um and the uh, whatever political leaders in the community using that as a memorial or anything else like that to heighten and protect the community in more ways so um yeah i can see something like that happening and buffalo being what buffalo is definitely i can see a lot of support going into that location well the other night we had a meeting and um I mean, not now, right now that the, the market is closed, um, that uh, uh, two of our churches have already distributed food um, mm-hmm. in the AME churches in Buffalo. And, um, you know, there's, there's uh, more work being done about provi- providing um, a supply of food uh, that people either can get for free or to purchase because the the market will will definitely be closed for a while right yeah um of course it's you know yeah well um you know it it is just it is such a tragedy yeah um you know that uh the the racism <clears throat> the racism of this country really is um, uh, a disability for this country. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the real disability, right? <laughs> you know, blindness, nothing. You know, being deaf, nothing. But that is truly a disability and of its right. And I hundred percent agree with that. Like that, that's something so. You know, I also like heard, I don't, I don't remember who said this, so I wish I did, but I've heard like this remark and I'm going to like, I can't remember the exact words, but basically the gist was, it was, you know, in the last two years, the black culture has increased its influence so much so within this country by turn, by showing the world that we are capable of taking tragedy and making blessings no matter what it is and that that in reality is that we've never had this much right like because if you look at tv and media and stuff like that our culture has become very highlighted in a lot of positive ways i mean of course we still have certain shows and certain media that are what they are but our music is changing our conversations are changing mental health in the last two years in the black community has just increased more people have started doing therapy um increased numbers on those platforms so when we look at it as a culture in like the advocates from young generations to the older generation who's worked 
so many decades to get us to the point where we would go to therapy and that that that, that old mindset is done, dead with so many people I, I i have so much more conversation with black people around my age about therapy and they're like so many people around my age was like they're saying i know i need it i've yeah. never had that before like i was like somebody who absolutely loves therapy supports it will fully like i would push it for and suggest it to anybody um I was always the oddball out. So to now be in a room full of people my age and be like, yeah, therapy is great, especially with men. Like, yeah, I took it, it you know, George Floyd thing destroyed me. Like it was hard. Like this happened, my grandmother passed away. So I went online and found a therapist and like hearing those words now is more common. So I'm like, okay, there's a lot of things changing. And I think that it's showing and there are people watching that who may be racist or from an older mindset and they're like, they can't handle it. What do you think of that, Christine? I'm not sure, because me it's personally, I think our mental health system is very broken. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And There's there are more people with mental health issues than there ever have been. Yes. And agreed. I mean, the young people, it's very sad to see the condition of them. It's very sad to know that they need help and they go to the hospital. They give them a couple of shots of Thorazine, keep them for 48 hours. There's not even a 72-hour hold most of the time. Mm -hmm. It's 48, 24 to 48 hours, and they let them go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I know this to be true because my, my niece is one of them. And a lot of it is because of drugs. Yep. And then when they do the drugs, they, it, it makes it worse. But just even people, all the mental health, you've never, and you've never seen this before. And I'm 68 years old. And it's just, I find it to be very sad that our country, as rich as it is, that the mental health, that they don't do anything about, they don't do anything about our homeless veterans that have went and fought for this country. And they give them nothing. Thing. All right, don't get me started. I hate that. It's sad, very sad. So the the height of the awareness of it, I don't see where that's at. Personally, myself, you may see it. Yeah, it's just it, it's really so. I, yeah, a lot of and what I see is on social media. People, because look what we've survived mm -hmm. and still surviving, mm -hmm. and we've always yeah, a lot been of, resilient. A know? lot of what I see is you know social media like you know one thing we have too much of it too much of one it. thing that we have on social media now is um a lot of advocates for mental health um and a lot of our rappers and singers and a lot of like you know really push for that has been pushing for that talking yes. about it in our music yes. They are, yes. so that's where a lot of that that energy and support is going to um, a lot of our, a lot of those people are talking about, it. I mean, one of our biggest rappers in my generation that my group generation really loves is Little Wayne. And he's one of those people that came out and talked about his mental health and his suffering from it. And like th those conversations from the people we idolize and getting those people coming out and be more comfortable is really what I see. And then being people around my age that are like talking about it, both in person and online, and it is, it's just, it's like, it, it is a mix, but like, because it's like, it's always suggested that black people go find black therapy, 
therapist. That's a common thing. I say it all the time. I even talk, talk about it with a counselor at my job and I'm not sure how she may take it or not, but I told her straight up, I'm like, students need to like hey, black students need to have hey, a Mo. black therapist outside no. of the school. Hey guys, what's going on? I'm sorry. I'm like, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Mo. My fault. Keep going. Cause I, oh. I, I want to definitely add to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so like even in my school. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Since we're snapped. (laughs) Oh, you said keep going. Since we're snapped. Listen to the brother. We're going to play a little bit of the theme right now Uh and introduce for his second time back on the No Name Yet podcast, the worst guest (laughs) ever. All right, what's going on, guys? Alex! What's going on? What's going on, Alex? I think this is my Thanks first time meeting me. you, right, brother? I am. Yeah, this is my first time meeting you. What's going on? How you doing, man? Nice to I'm, meet you, guys. I'm blessed and highly favored. Who, who, who else is here? Oh, well, so this, this is Christine. Hello. Christine, Miss Christine, you look familiar. You know my mom. Who are you? <laughs> wow! Wow! Uh-oh. That's the this thing. That's the thing, right? See, you know what I'm talking about. Drive the blue car, huh? Yeah. You drive the blue car, Christine. She on the, she on the uh, beef mom. Yeah. <laughs> she on the podcast, mom. <laughs> who, who are you? I recognize <laughs> Black people all know each other now. <laughs> uh, she just. My um, my mom's name is Natasha. She's Trinidadian. They call her Tom- Tasha. Miss Tasha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I said you got two Trinidadian men here. You Trinidadian, bro? Yeah, I'm Trinidadian. Oh, that's fire, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yes, yes, sir. Oh. Yeah, I want to tell, tell Tasha. I want to know where my goat meat at. Where my dinner? I love it. <laughs> Folks, this is what we do. We make sure we look out for each other and remind each other, hold each other accountable because that goat meat is oh, a- real talk. That's the only way. I think I think that like, this is this is why I think like I'm like this is important. It's so important. He's trying to swallow. <laughs> yeah, he shouldn't have took that bite of food and said it was good. Well, it was good. good. <laughs> we're gonna have our we're we're gonna have our own no more chicken episode. Yeah, no more chicken on this show now. And it's not me. Guess what? No more chicken, and it's not me. I really wish I could share this with you guys. This is good. I'm not gonna lie. What type of chicken is that? That it matters. You know it's fried. Oh. Oh. Oh no nah, no nah, this this no nah, this ain't go this ain't go I wish I had some you know what's crazy I had some oxtails a few days ago or, you, know, you know what's crazy bro I haven't had oxtails in like two months bro I'm now that you said that I'm craving them bro like for real I haven't had oxtails in a long time so good nah, what about your go pass the show pass it go 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 go. What point were you making, if you remember? Oh, um, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Oh, thank, no, thank you for putting me back on road. So I'm going to make it quick because we, we had a whole chicken part. <laughs> <laughs> so 
my thing about it is just that, like, you know, and he, Alex can probably say he's, he's around, you know, how old are you, Alex, by the way? I'm 24 now. Okay, so he's in my generation. We, especially, like I said, social media and our generation, our rappers, our musicians, our actors who are black, they've really been pushing the mental health part openly and through music and everything else Definitely. like that. And it is having a conversation. So one of my t- uh, counselors in the school, she, you know, Caucasian, but, you know, I've said it when I met her, I was like, you know, oh, this is not to, and I told her, I'm like, hey, this is not to offend you, but like research shows that like a lot of the students here will benefit and I think should be pushed to have, yeah, I should network with black therapists, men and women outside of the school and build that network for the community. Because not only is it good for the black business and, and those supporters, but it's good for the school to have that relationship with the community. And, um, you know, so I just, I know it's important. I've been in therapy all my life. I'm an advocate for it. Um, seen some stuff, been through some stuff. We talked about psych wards, people who know me, been in psych wards myself, group homes, violent guy. I like, you know, I, I should fall more into the t- statistical side of violence and, and, and being in prison and stuff like that. But I, I got out of it just through the sheer help of people being able to like pull me away from certain image imagery of my culture that was more highlighted that wasn't for me versus me trying to find peace within myself that was possible but was like frowned upon be, frowned upon because it was associated with other cultures so christine are do you have indigestion or you just don't like what mo was saying <laughs> i don't really agree with everything he's saying because there are good caucasian therapist so well i i go by research i'm i'm going by the point of like black people doing the research and seeing that stuff and saying hey this is the percentage and curves like it increases dramatically in a certain way when you have somebody that looks like you because it makes the um makes the patient feel more comfortable with somebody that kind of looks like them definitely psychological and definitely like it's definitely a physical thing too like yeah this setting like you know it is, you know, I, I can definitely see that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I get where Miss Christine coming from too because it's like a lot of times when you're like getting therapy and like you're, you know, getting a chance to like, you know, vent and reflect, like you're not really looking for like mm-hmm. color. You know what I'm saying? You're just looking that's for true. somebody that's seriously going to listen to you, not from a point of judgment or nothing like that. You're just looking for somebody who want to care and that's the thing about like everything with me like it's never like as i get older like a lot of things about, around me happen and you know i have to, like whether it's negative or positive have to do with race you know like me like i'm just looking for the people who actually care like work that's that. important to me you know what i mean and that shows everything passion and all that stuff like drive like you're just you're motive like what are you motivated by like what exactly. makes you go harder what like you know what i mean like what's your initiative like mm-hmm. those are the things i judge people off with like you know what i mean that's mm-hmm. how you can you can like character is big like you know what i mean like critical thinking questions can get you in that state of mind where you can like start to like you know analyze and make good like you know what i'm saying like uh you let me ask you a question I... when you when you like Oh, I was. My question was, how many people? Questions. How do you how, how like you don't have to give an exact number, but in your own friend group, 
you know, you seem like similar to me in the sense that like you're very diverse and you like a diverse friend group. How many people like within our culture do you think are like on that same path, like mindset as you? Um, I could say the people around me are because I, that's who I've gravitated towards because that's yeah. who I was looking for. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I love that. Everybody. No. And it's because people are just like, a lot of people don't get it. Ch- like I said, a lot of people don't get a chance to reflect, bro. They got so yeah. much going on. Like, yep. you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, I love it. I have to deal with all of this. You know what I mean? I don't, I'm not, what am I going to get a chance to sit back? And then a lot of times some people have things that they don't want to even talk about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even all the way to the top, no matter whether you, you know what I'm saying? Like, the race thing, whether you black or white, I don't want to even, I don't want to tell nobody this because this is not, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm not ready to, you know what I mean? It's just like, that's just, yeah. I yeah. feel like I, I totally see where you're coming from where you say, like, a lot, a lot of people just don't have the chance. And it's like in our culture, bro, like, nobody don't like to be talked to, bro. Nobody wants to listen, bro. Everybody's yeah. mad and angry Amen. and already knows what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Nobody don't want to listen. Everybody just already knows everything, especially now, too, on top of that, because we got the internet. So we really feel like we don't got to listen to nobody because we just go on the internet and look up anything we want to know. Yes, and we're comfortable and we're comfortable doing that. So, like a lot of what I'm st- stating is, I grew up in my culture, you know, Trinidad, being Trinidad from New York City. Mm-hmm. I heard most of our culture say when it came to therapy, that's white. We don't do that. Go to God. And that's church. That's church. the problem. Church. Church. And it was like, wait. I've had my grandmother tell me, you can just pray. God will fix all of that. And I'll be like, oh, okay. So, you know, I, and I mean, and I still hear some of my students talk like that because they're repeating adults, you know, in and language and stuff like bliss. that. There's happiness in that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's happiness and not knowing, like, everything. You know what I mean? Like, there's happiness and not, like, thinking about negative things, you know, like, yeah. Like, People, people, people be trying to escape stuff, bro. People just don't want to like talk about it. They don't know how to let it out. They don't know how to go about it. And like you said, in our community, like in our culture, bro, it's just frowned upon because the media, like you've only ever seen people who are in the middle class or rich go for therapy because that's mm-hmm. what they can afford. Mm-hmm. You know and it, yeah, and that has been it's, for a long time something you know what that I mean? like left people, out of people our in, range. People in the in the inner city or you know what I'm saying the poor they can't afford therapy. Yep, and faith you know religion I mean? so, is usually there. Out, and most of the world is poor, middle mm-hmm. class. Like people don't understand it. You, you have to make 120k a year to be in the middle class range. <laughs> you don't make that. You're not there. So people like. People be thinking that they're there, but they're not. You know what I mean? Yes, like, that's very true. Together, you guys just barely make it to the middle class. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like in a in a in a in a marriage in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, people just don't. It's not. It's not even a thing that's really like promoted. Therapy is not a thing. We haven't really got to the bottom of that yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, well, this is really good. This is good conversation. The, the people who are and like I said, like a lot of times, the even the people who are like listening to you vent they're still going through things with themselves you know what i mean it's like yeah yeah they're learning and too while they're while they're listening to you you know what i mean like yeah so yeah just like we have all right this, it out. this is good conversation mm-hmm. what you got uh, i'd I'm like sorry, to Patrick. jump in come on come on come on jump in this pool yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just say that 
I used to have a therapist mm-hmm. who believed that contained within the Kuiper belt, mm-hmm. which is which is a ring around our solar system of junk, that there were four alien races in the Kuiper belt that made it possible for Donald Trump to win, to fight the Illuminati. You had to leave after that point, didn't you? I didn't leave her out because of that. <laughs> I wouldn't have never left either. I wouldn't have never no, left. Me neither. I wouldn't be too entertained to start, ther- you know, being her yeah, therapist. Bro, start a head- headline like that is crazy, bro. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> this week, patient claims his therapist believes aliens in the Kyber Belt <laughs> helped Donald Trump beat the Illuminati. Honestly, like, when it comes to, like, science, bro, like, anything goes for me. Like, I love science, like, like I believe, I, I believe science is like the key. Science is like everything. Science is imagination, like and, and all that. Like yeah. quantum science oh, has no, to please, do don't with start the, talking about quantum. I love quantum theory. It has to do with the spiritual world. It does, and people don't understand about the energy levels and how things actually are broken it's down so into energy. It's so important, bro. Like stop. Christine, do you want to jump in? That's here? like when you. It's so important. Quantum science has to do with everything. How we. Or even our phones. <laughs> Coding. You're, 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 like, you're touching. You're touching a subject. They have no idea what we're going to talk about. Let's leave them. All right. All right. right. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the host. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's tra- let's let's transition, and 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 before we just we just go on, that I I, I did like the exchange about uh, following you know following up with mental health care because especially after the pandemic that there is a record number of mental illness in the world right now yes every and, culture yep and uh it, it is it is an important issue to pay attention to mm-hmm. so in saying that i do have a couple stories because we're, we're really only going to go a little while longer because we're, okay. we're we've just hit uh, about the one hour mark. Oh God! And uh, so uh, I'm, I'm going to read this uh, the story to you, and we'll just react to it. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, so a Florida man is facing charges for misusing 911. Florida man. <laughs> oh my God! After it's he allegedly replaced repeated calls asking law enforcement officers to arrest Joe Biden. (laughs) Read that back to me one more time. A Florida man is facing charges of misusing 911 after he allegedly placed repeated calls asking law enforcement officers to arrest President Joe Biden. So, no, I wonder if any police officers were just curious enough, like, why? Well, it was a Jacob Philbeck, 29, was arrested on May 8th after making a series of calls to the uh, uh, P- P- Pinellas County 911 system requesting that Biden be arrested uh, and former drug kingpin uh, El Chapo <laughs> Guzman be freed. According to an arrest, he won better prices for his coke. Smoking Some- gun. Whoever this guy is, 
he knew that he was gonna go viral. He he just had to. It's just how hard he was gonna go. <laughs> he, he knew he was gonna go viral, bro. Because <laughs> there's no way. <laughs> he wanted better coke. That was my opinion. He picked L. He picked L. Chapo. <laughs> he knew, bro. He didn't even say anybody else. Like, <laughs> what about? What do you guys think about? Uh. <sighs> well, the last line of this article says, um, according to uh, WFLA TV. Uh, noted that the arrest documents said that alcohol might have been involved. Mm. Oh, he was Dang. drunk. My boy was getting. That's what I need. <laughs> we need to need. We need to know what he was nice purchasing. Job. Christine, what do you think he was drinking, well, sipping on I'm to on get that. to that point? You know, I'm not supposed to be. And probably had some Everclear. Order <laughs> <laughs> to my mom. You know she got Everclear. Okay. Okay. <laughs> If you, you know, don't that's straight crazy. wood grain alcohol, right? Wait, say that again. I said that is straight wood grain alcohol. That's she just knows. as strong she knows. as. Been drinking for years. Um, what are they, what's that stuff they they make uh, down south? Uh, brew. Oh, brew. Moonshine. Uh, Moonshine. Moonshine. White lightning. It's white just lightning. as strong. Ooh. Yeah. So uh, don't drink that if you don't want to start making prank calls to the cops. <laughs> prank calls to the cops are prank. And whether you believe it or not, whether you, you admit it or believe it, a lot of these drugs have a lot to do with the mental health crisis. Uh, yes, yes, Definitely. absolutely. Well, you know what it I think it is, though? A lot I, to I do with our mental health I th- crisis. I think the drugs definitely have to do with the mental health crisis, but I really, really, really deep down, I really think that it's the internet. Is it what? So many more, there's so many more standards nowadays. Back then, you didn't have to worry about being all, you didn't, ha- you didn't have all these worries in the world. You didn't have to compete with the kids next door to you all day. All you knew that there was other kids. You know what <laughs> I mean? You ain't you ain't you ain't know the breakdown. You ain't know everything about everyone's life. You didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like you just, yeah, your community just so was your community. Yeah. Like there's just so many more. Everything is just so much more detailed now. There's just so much more information. We're like overexposed. And it sounds crazy to say that because like we should be able to consume as much information and you know taking as much as possible but like i said ignorance is bliss that's a real thing the less you know the better you are you know what i'm saying in life so i can't have no problem with you i don't agree with you on that because um back in the days you knew more about your neighbors you knew who lived in your community on your block you knew every person on your block those kids that you're talking about nine times out of ten they were part of your household, just like you were part of theirs. Now, true. nobody knows nobody. Nobody knows nothing about That's very true. I, yeah. knows, all they know is bad stuff, yeah. not the positive I, stuff. I, I, When Reverend Diana was telling me about how she went to an event and she walks, she walks outside and there's young people in their early 20s, whatever, laying on her car. When she walks up and say, hey, gentlemen, young man, can you get off my car? And they looked at her like she was crazy. That to what? me, that to me was such a horrible sign. Because I did, I you know, I'm. You're talking I, about Reverend Hodges. Yeah, yeah, Reverend Hodges. I said Reverend Diane. Yeah, but <laughs> I I went by <laughs> you my. You said Diana. That's that's what kind of threw me. 
Yeah, yeah. Reverend <laughs> Hodges. Um, okay. And, you know, when that situation, I was like, wow, I was just, it sickened me because I, I, you know, I'm not that older, right? But I remember, like I said earlier in the show, like being encouraged to help my elderly people out and just being respectful. And I mean, literally news break on my app, there are like stories of people attacking elderly people. And I don't like stuff like that, man. And and it's like, whoa, we're like robbing them, hurting them, you know, it, it and it's just like this. Uh, it's hard to explain, but it's a that's weird, very feeling. bad, that's it's very, a weird very feeling. bad karma. I don't like like so. That's very bad karma. That's why I, I like my job. That's why I like like speak about you know like aiding and you know helping other people. You know what I'm saying being like a positive influence on people. Like, I like my job because like I like working around like people who know more than me. People who like have been on the earth longer. I mean, whether they're patients, you know, like co-workers or anything like that like I, I like just because I want to soak up as much as I can and I'll just like give it back you know that's where my yeah. blessings come from I say that all the time like my life is just like I've never really had too much turmoil in my life like you know like, a couple family issues you know like little things going on with me you know what I'm saying I had to fix but like I've never really had too much turmoil like you know I like that job because like I don't know it just keeps me on a, like a positive track and it's just been helping me like a lot like i see things a lot clearer you know what i mean so like the old like so, old uh, people, I, I ain't having that i don't like that so alex i'm just gonna let uh, let uh, uh mo and christine know what you do uh alex uh works for transportation for the hospital wow that's yeah. awesome so yeah, he, my... so he transports people either out who are being discharged or to dialysis or other parts yeah. of the hospital. Yeah. And today, <laughs> today, Alex comes down the hall because my, my office is near dialysis, having a full-on conversation with the patient in the bed. <laughs> oh, I can't help it. <laughs> I'm saying it's a good thing. I'm saying it's a good thing. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if it was Christine in that bed, she would have been like, mm-hmm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Miss Christine would have been. <laughs> I just seen you the other day, Miss Christine. I don't know if it was at the hospital. You came and got something. You came and got oh, something. Oh, you, you know like what? And, and now I've seen you, too. Yeah. <laughs> and, I start, and I started to pull your coat. I didn't know who you was. <laughs> I started to tell you tighten up your belt, and you don't got to keep yep, yep, them yep. That's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> I went back. I got discharged, and I went back to get my phone, my my phone charger. And I seen you pushing the patient over to the elevators there to the side where you take the patients. And I said, "Oh, nice looking black man, but he need to tighten that belt." I'm yeah, I would have told you the same thing, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I would have told you the same thing. I'm sorry, the educated. I'm a, you know, I teach in a school. So I would have like, no, 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 no. Pull that up, are, brother. Hmm? Now that crazy. I know who you are when I see you, and this is something I say all the time. The ones that I know, I walk up behind you and have a wedgie. Oh man. <laughs> oh, she not playing. She she got it in how to do I'll it. Pull them up for you. I won't tell you to pull them up. I'm gonna pull them up for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You lucky I, I wasn't there, brother. I'd be like, King, I look at you. You now you know you 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 smart and you carry yourself a certain type of way. 
that you know people can freely associate you with anything they want. So no, they keep really it can, away man. from that. That's serious. They really, mm-hmm. they really can. Like, like that's the thing. Like, they really, they really like. So that's another thing too in this world. Like I've noticed, like there's, there's, there's so much like. It's, it's it's so much easier to be judged too nowadays. You put yourself out there, you know what I mean. Like people, like I said, you like you kind of write about you write that you write about that for sixteen too. People don't really know you too much. They only know what you put out there, what what they see. You know what I mean? They don't really know you too much by the internet, so you write about that. Like it's easy to get judged nowadays. I feel like a lot a lot easier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, take criticism, and it's a lot harder to deal with it because. You don't really know how to to weed it out. You don't really know how to divide it and take what's good from what's bad because everything, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you don't know. Everything is trolling nowadays. Somebody can say something positive on the internet, but you might not really care because it's like, ah, is they really hating or not? You know what I'm saying? Or it's, it's just like, it's just, it's just the world, like, it's just different nowadays. You know what I mean? It's so competitive, like. So, Christine, do you know the, the word trolling? Trolling? Education time. Trolling. Yeah, trolling. I, know. I, 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 I know what trolling, it could mean a couple of different things. So, so what, what was, what's what was, a couple of different things? Hold up, Master. So what, was your, what was your trolling back in your day? What was my trolling? Yeah, yeah what did trolling mean in your day? Well, you're looking for something or like, you know, going through. Going trolling. Troll, oh, yeah. I, I get what she's saying. I get what she's saying. Trolling, like you're trolling yeah. for something. Yeah, either yeah, yeah, trolling, yeah. Either you're trolling for a guy or you're trolling for a girl. Mm-hmm. I'm trolling yeah, through. You're looking, you're to looking for some something. Looking yeah, for you're looking for something. <laughs> yep. You know, trolling. Now, what is trolling to you, Rev? <laughs> Well, I, I just, I, I just are trolling, you know, you know, when, when you, when you, uh, you know, harass somebody online. Yeah. You know. Oh, I don't know that because I'm not really an online person, so yeah. I don't, I don't know those terminologies. Yeah, yeah that's what it now means. Tro- trolling, yeah, it's like when you're like looking for problems, you're harassing someone online, but like in a in a sarcastic way. Mostly. Okay, so you said that to say what? Not you, Rev. You why did you ask me about trolling? So what was you trying to say? I just wanted to you, see what you were gonna say. <laughs> you trying to say that I was that I was trolling you, Alex. No, maybe a little bit. You were trolling Alex when you were gonna give him a wedgie. You was, yeah, that yeah, was a trolling. That was trolling. Was trolling. Oh, that well, was trolling, yeah. That, that was well, I'm not gonna be looking for that, but if I see it, then I'm I gonna might as well troll it. you. <laughs> I love that. Wait, wait. And you know something? Why I don't like that is I. It, it looks. It looks very nasty. Number one. And yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. want to walk around. I don't want to walk around and look at your behind. And I've seen. Speaking of trolling and 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 social media, if you spell sagging backwards, what do you got? Mm. Oh, sagging backwards. C S A G without the G. Without the G? 
No, with the G in there. With, with, oh, the, with G. the G? Yeah, with both of them. <laughs> ing ing ginging ing ging ging. Hey, wait, ing ing sung. Oh no no no! But I, not sagging, sagging. Uh huh. Yes, that's what I meant. I n I n. Yeah. Uh huh. Ing gas. And gas. I'm um. Somebody help me out. Y'all got my ADHD tripping. N i g g a. N i g g a. Inga. Oh. Oh. Okay. Inga. Okay. Now I will say, as a man, still ain't got it. I still don't get it. As a man, I'm just gonna move on. As a man, what I where did Alex go? Alex, where you at? I don't know. Where Where did Alex go? He cut off. His phone probably died. Oh, yeah, because there's only three of us. I bet his battery died again. That's what happened the last episode. (laughs) I'm surprised. This man is a black ghost. That's why he is the worst guest ever. (laughs) Mo, I am surprised at you. I've I've been through a lot today. (laughs) I would. You know what, Alex, you're going to play this back. So I'm going to say this now. And for my young brothers, one of the biggest lessons that every and, and I think black men, black people in my community, our community really struggle to understand this. It don't matter what color you are, there's an image. And a people are allowed when they've we've built professional people have built an image. Whether you're black, you're white, when you are trying to be a worker, you're trying to be a part of this community, a working class citizen, you have to learn to carry yourself in that proper image. And those certain images do equal success. And if you are possible, if you are mentally capable of doing something, you must also present that physically. Now that doesn't mean that doesn't, and sagging is just something that's just not acceptable. I, for no black, no man, no man ever. I don't care. No man, no man. I don't care who you are. Don't do it. Huh? Some people can't help it. They can't, but they, you know, well, I argue with young, young students and they're like, oh, well, I said, no, 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 it's unacceptable. And at the end of the day, you know, I've learned from, I have a friend that's a cop and he kept it real a long time ago. And he said, look, these are the things we look for. It's not fair, but we have things that we look for in other communities as well, because that's just, it's, it's it and you that's, would say oh it's not fair but it's stereotyping it's stereotyping and yeah. we do but humans naturally do it naturally do it well, we do but when they do it it's wrong it, it's wrong but like you know in a, in a weird way because they're doing it for a particular reason and they usually do it to men of color exactly yet they but it, it is a fact that they cops and they have lists of for each group they, they look for certain things and signs in each group and we kind of have to like when I personally witnessed it, seen it, and I knew from a young age, and because I was watching this um this guy on Forty Eight Hours who talked about you know his dressing, and realizing like when he dressed a different type of way, it was less he was less likely to get caught, and he was still doing wrong. He knew, he knew. Even when you're a criminal, you know, 
Even the best criminal best criminals don't do don't they don't keep themselves out there. Okay. They don't. Well, I just think they what they walk different when their pants are hanging down. They're walking all wide legs, trying to keep them from falling down. They don't know the history. Than they are. And they don't know the just, history. Just sad. But like I said, well, to get back to you so you can get this point, when you spell that backward, it spells niggas uh, without the R. N-I-G-G-S. That's what sagging backward spells. Uh, oh, you know what? I, you know what I was doing? When you was an in, I wasn't doing an I-N. I kept adding another G. <laughs> there was three G's in my head. Three G's. Well, well, good grief. I was spelling the word right. <laughs> Not that it makes it right, but no, I've no. seen that on I seen it on Facebook. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's true. And I was like, oh wow, they they just associate everything mm-hmm. negative to us, you know. Not yeah. that we're that because we're not. That, that is not what a um the word nigger means that in the dictionary it's a whole nother meaning it doesn't specify a black person yes um wow I really, somebody, I, it specifies somebody ignorant i just want to say this i'm sorry pastor we took over we black people came in and we just took your show over i was going to say this have you ever well i was going to ask you this question have you ever heard of a rapper called kendrick lamar i've heard of him You've heard of him, yeah. We've talked probably talk about you, Christine. Uh, you, I, 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 I've heard of him, but I don't follow them rappers. No, so this young man, well, he's older now. He just came out with a new album, and he talked about this whole album is basically his struggle as being some a black man that's idolized within our culture and our community. Um, for a lot of the music he has placed out. And he's doing an introspective album where he talks about his experience. You know, he, there's a part where he says, I apologizing for love, basically mirror, loving myself when I see myself in the mirror. Basically, don't idolize me because I have my own problems. And there's a lot of messages of saying like how he struggled to try to um, be something where the culture was, you know, idolizing the violence and the certain attitude and being how that he struggled because that wasn't what he was, but he grew up in that, in that environment. And it was a struggle to like fit in and trying to break out of that and not become something that people negatively idolize or, or just idolize in general. And how he really, different songs have different stories for it, but how he really had to grow himself that's the whole album, like really a lot of what the album is and talking about the issues in our community. And it's a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal album. And regardless of your age, you can appreciate so much what he's saying. Mm-hmm. So much. You know, so, we're not uh, violent. He talks about we're not violence. We're not the drug dealers. We're not the, the killers. We're not that, you know, and we don't even have to pretend to be that. You don't have to feel like you have to be like fake it to make it to be that because you see your community or something happening in your community that makes you feel like you got to be a part of that lifestyle because everybody else tell you you are something that you don't want to be it's beautiful mm. all right we're 
we'll probably need to wrap it up here. No, go ahead, Pastor. So, uh, Christine, any final remarks? I'm good. <laughs> and 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 a, and a red Twizzlers, your favorite flavor of Twizzler. Um, was that evident? I tried to do it on the sneak tip. It, you, didn't, yes, you, you, you didn't sneak it at all. Mm, I call myself no. <laughs> but yes, I'm eating the Twizzler, Reverend Richard. <laughs> okay. All right. So we end the, we end the episode the same way every time with a prayer. Oh, Father God, we thank you for this episode and that, Lord, uh, our, our, our prayers and our sorrows uh, and our hope goes out to uh, the city of Buffalo. That, Lord, I pray that you keep all of us uh, safe and healthy and that, Lord, uh, may the dialogue uh, that happened today uh, uh, go out and, uh, uh, to those that will listen and, and hit their uh, hit everybody's ear in a, in a positive way uh, that the people on the show today were uh, uh, sharing themselves and uh, sharing their perspectives on different issues and uh, what affects uh, the black community and how things uh, might, might uh, go better in the future. So Lord, uh, I just ask a blessing on uh, brother Alex uh, I ask a, a blessing on Brother Mo, and I ask a blessing on Sister Christine in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yes. And so uh, I can say with um, 100% certainty that, uh, Alex, you still are uh, the worst guest ever. You know what? <laughs> He is definitely part of that younger generation. They can't even keep their phone charged. Look at me. I'm getting older. I'm like, wow, his phone not even charged all the way. Probably had on 15%. <laughs> when he came in. Good night. Good night. Good night. Love you guys. Love you, Christine.